It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is having a nice, good, productive start to the new year. We have an exciting show today. It's going to be fun and filled of inspiration. So before we get started introducing our guest today, I would like to start with the business tip of the week. So... I was thinking about this, and I had a long conversation with somebody, and he turned to me and he said, Josephine, the most important thing an entrepreneur needs to do is to stay focused. And, you know, I believe in my heart of hearts that all entrepreneurs are truly creative people, but I also feel it can be a bit of a curse because I know for myself, my mind is always working and I'm always like, oh, here's another great um, aspect that I can, or another market that I can go and um, market my Glovia's product to. And I mean, there's hundreds of markets, but the key here is we just need to really stay focused. And this week, I truly was determined. Every time I went to stray away, I would take out my idea book and I would just jot it down and get right back to what I was doing. So that's my business tip of the day. Just stay focused. All right. So with that, I cannot wait to introduce our guest. Our guest today is Dominic Damaski. Dominic has an incredible story for us. He's an inspirational writer. He wrote an amazing book. Um, and you can see his, well, not yet, but later on today, actually, you can see the cover of his book. It's called Dub- Don't Double Bread the Fish. So anyway, with that, let's just bring Dominic on right away. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Glad to be on today. (laughs) Well, Dominic, I always start off with asking my guests to give a little bit of background um, that leads into explaining to us how you came up. Number one, I want to know how you came up with such a great title for your book and what made you write such an inspirational book. So tell us a little bit about your background. I would be honored to. I, I grew up in a family landscape business. My dad, he's had a landscape company for 45 years. So I grew up out in the fields of his, of his nursery, digging ditches, picking up cigarette butts, doing all the odd jobs. I played athletics growing up, and I got cut from every team, and I got beat up along the way and just just kept getting back up and brushing myself off. I went into business after working for my father, and I went down in a blaze of glory. I fell miserably, but I 
pick myself up and brush myself off. And throughout all those things, I just each time picked myself up, brushed myself off, and things became better on the other end. So that's who I am. Great. So tell us, um, what led you into writing your book? Well, what led me into writing the book was when I was a young, when I was a young, young gentleman, I actually probably when I got cut from the first basketball team I ever tried out for, my dad gave me a book by the motivational author Og Mandino, and it was uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World. And in this book, it talked a lot about persistence, persistence, persistence. And I carried that lesson with me throughout my life. So later on, maybe I ended up making the college basketball team after being cut from high school and things like that. That's or when great. I went into business, when yeah. I went into business for myself, I although I went for it, I went big. I, I did fail, and so I I had my wife was pregnant at the time, and I had no job, no income, and no way to feed my family. So I needed to start up, figure out quick how to make things work. So I got a job in sales. They basically paid me nothing, and you had to go out and knock on the doors and get kicked out of places. And at that point, I started writing my goals down. They were big on writing your goals, the, the company I worked for. So you'd write maybe get two sales this week or make 20 calls today or meet 10 decision makers. And I started writing... I started writing little stories in that book, little messages to myself rather than just goals. And all of a sudden, I thought, hey, I carried that lesson my dad had given me early on, the book that said persist, 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 the messages from being a business owner myself, the little notes of inspiration. And I started to think, maybe I could write a book. I have something unique to say. I have something a little different, you know, where my story, I didn't climb Mount, Mount Everest and I... Uh, hadn't made a billion dollars at that time or anything like that. I, maybe someday I will, but my book is more about finding success. And it was a, a tell of, hey, I've been down. I picked myself up, and I thought I had a modern-day way, uh, you know, everybody's been punched or been down or, you know, had those rough days. I thought I had a unique way to tell a story about it. Oh, wow. This is great. So... Um, I, I think you just answered this question, but how do you come back from failure, Dominic? I mean, how would you, what are your suggestions to any of my listeners out there if they've experienced a really tough thing? I mean, I'm, I completely understand where you come from. I have a unique situation where, unfortunately, my first husband had died of a brain tumor and it was such a traumatic time in my life. But, you know, I can remember having a turning point where I was so devastated. I just said to myself after the funeral, after about three or four weeks of not ever wanting to get out of bed, I remember saying to myself, I had a choice in life. Either I can pull those covers up over my head and just you know, not deal with everything that had happened, or I could try to make a difference and try to help somebody else who might have been going through the same thing I was. And trying to help other people and inspire other people and motivate other people is kind of what got my wheels turning again. And it just sounds like you kind of went through the same thing. 
it's almost like we all hit rock bottom. We pick ourselves up and we move forward. And I just love the idea that you started to write, you know, your ideas down because I do the same thing. And it's always the baby steps that go forward. So how's that, Dominic? Am I rambling today or what? <laughs> no, you, you do, actually, you're, you're fascinating in yourself. I was reading your, your bio and I was thinking, wow, she's, in, she's inspiring to me. So I'd like to hear more too. But I think, I, I think we're all going to have times and it's not going to be smooth selling the whole ride. And there may, be, there may be bumps again in my road. You know, I may go down, you may think you're, you may be selling smooth, and then every once in a while something jumps up and gets you. But I think the main way to come back from failure, the first step, I go, I, I'll use steps to it. The first, I think, is you have to acknowledge it. A lot of people will, when I, when I failed, at one point I was a half a million dollars in debt in the restaurant business, and I, the roads were under construction in front of my place, and it went from four lanes to two lanes and there's all kinds of excuses I could make on why I failed, why it didn't work. But I had to acknowledge it, that I played some part in it. No matter how Mm -hmm. many other excuses there were, I played some part in it. You need to acknowledge it. Yes, I failed. So now I I know it. I acknowledge it. I'm not dwelling on it, but it happened. I'm not going to blame somebody else. I failed. Now, next step. All right. So I like, that's perfect. So accept the fact that you have, take responsibility. That's really what we're saying here, right? For your failure and figure out how you can get up and get yourself up. So the next step is brushing yourself, brushing yourself off, swallowing your pride and get up. Yeah. Okay, great. So let's go on to our question number two that we have here. What qualifies you to write the book on persistence? Well, I'm glad you asked that. And as a as a guy on your show for the first time, your audience doesn't know much about me. But at some point in my life, I've failed at everything I've ever tried. Whether it be whether it be basketball, I got cut from every team, and then somehow I end up starting for my college basketball team. Whether it be school and me failing. Uh, uh, for some reason, in uh, mathematics, once you put that little X over a number, I have no idea what you're talking about. I must have taken <laughs> algebra and college algebra five times. I bet I took each one of them, you know, time after time after time after time. But finally, I got through. I took statistics, took advanced statistics. I made it through. When I opened my business, I started with $5,000. I said, I'm going to save $5,000, and I turned it into a brand new 100-seat restaurant. I turned 5,000 into, you know, a 100-seat restaurant with all brand new stuff. When I got knocked down in the restaurant business, I started a job in sales and I became successful at that. When I said I was going to write a book, I did it and now it's on Amazon. I'm on your show. It's on Barnes & Noble. So each time I got knocked down, I just persisted, picked myself up and just continued, you know, and that's all you can do. This is great. So we have less than a minute before our first break. But, Dominic, I think I know the answer to the next question. You mentioned telling the world your goals and why. 
uh, I have a feeling is the answer, tell me if I'm wrong, is if you tell other people what you want to accomplish, you kind of make yourself, um, you put yourself, your back up against the wall and you say, gosh, I can't embarrass myself and not do it. Is that right? Absolutely. You're, that's the point where you begin to hold yourself accountable, I feel. Once you're, once you're willing to tell people, now you got, you're not just accountable to yourself, now you begin Get, becoming accountable to others. So I like to, the closer I feel I am to a goal, the more people I like to tell. Oh, this is perfect. Well, we've had a first, a great first segment here on Paying It Forward. And when we come back, we're going to have more from Dominic Damaski. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Dominic with us today. So, Dominic, um, okay, so we're on the same page. Go out there, tell the world about your goals to make yourself accountable for them. So, I love that. That's great. So, let's move on to another really great question. What's the, big, the biggest failure you ever came back from? 
ouch. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't think say, I could answer that. <laughs> yeah, I hate to answer it. Can, I, uh, can we end this early? No, I really <laughs> think that sometimes you'll say, uh, early on I might have said failure, now I'll, I'll say setback, and maybe they're the same thing, but I, it's, it's not that. Nothing's that bad. So I think when, when I was young, I went out and started a restaurant, and I was a little too green, a little too wet behind the ears, a little too underfinanced. And you'll like this because I see you were – you used to be a paper paper <laughs> delivery person. But when I was in the restaurant business and I, I was down about a half a million dollars, I went out and I got myself a paper route. So here I am delivering papers. I used to deliver 250 papers in the morning. From I think I got up at 3. It took me about a, two hours to deliver them, and then I went and worked at the restaurant for about 15 hours after that, and I'd get up Ugh. the next day just to, just to pay your bills. But I went flat broke. I had a warrant out for my rest, restaurant-related, and my, my wife was, I mentioned this before, she was pregnant with our first child. So I would think that was probably my lowest point where I wanted to pull the covers up over my head, as you said. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny. My husband's in the restaurant business. He actually builds restaurants, Dominic. And if anybody knows firsthand how difficult it is to actually run a restaurant, it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. It really, really is a tough job. And unless you have years and years of experience or luck, it's really hard to keep it going. And for you to have gotten yourself into the position that you were in and to be in debt for so much money and to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and say, you know what, I'll just have to think of another way. I, I think that's great. And I absolutely love the fact that you didn't have a chip on your shoulder to say, you know what, as if doing a paper route, it, it's, I, I, I admire people that actually do paper routes. And it's so funny because I always ask my guests. And now, Dominic, you're added to the list of guests that had a paper route. I can tell you, I'm uh-huh. honest, God, I'm like in the 90 percentile of guests who have owned paper routes because I really believe that entrepreneurs have so many entrepreneurs started out as um, delivery, pa- newspaper delivery people. So, anyway. Enough of all that. I might write that down for my for my next book. <laughs> I'm telling you, I said that to my guest about a month ago. I said that is the title of my next book. It's you know, if you can be a paper route, newspaper delivery kit, you know, person, whatever, then you can run a no, your own business because we really do learn every little step. You know, you learn your finances. You learn how important it is to be good to your customers. You know, all that good stuff. But anyway. All right. So, Dominic, let's move on to, okay, so that was your biggest failure that you ever came back from. That's great. Let's go on to the next question. Can a person with nothing turn their life around? Obviously, they can because you did, but tell us about that. There's, there's a lot of scenarios where but I, where this happens. It happens every day. People just got to get up get up and start turning, the, like you mentioned, baby steps earlier. Once you make that first step, I'm not saying 
that you have to do it all in one big swoop. But once you make that first baby step, you are now going in the right direction. So first, we, we started before, first you, you acknowledge it, then you get up. Now, can you take a baby step? Can you make a step in the right direction? And once you do that, hey, no looking back. You just keep on moving forward. Set another goal, another goal, another goal, a baby step. You start to accomplish those goals. And then before you know it, you got a couple hundred pages done in your book and you're uh, ready to go. Yeah, you know what? I love the idea of doing that. And your goals should be very small at first because – the smaller the goal is, as you accomplish each little goal, you know, you feel that much better. It's so funny from a woman's perspective. I'll tell you what I do when I get overwhelmed and I feel like everything's out of control. Dominic, you're going to laugh at this, but and maybe for men, it would be their briefcase. But for me, it's my pocketbook, my handbag. If everything's out of control, I honestly take five minutes and go and organize my pocketbook. I know it sounds crazy, but it kind of puts me, its everything's less cluttered and kind of gets me back on track. I know how silly it sounds. If I'm really, really feeling overwhelmed, then I go to my car and I make sure everything in my car is nice and neat and organized. I have three young kids, so there's always a lot of stuff and sports equipment and everything in the car. So I do that and it's amazing that these are little tasks that only take about 15 minutes, but like you said, it gets the wheels turning, and then I feel a, an ounce of accomplishment that I've accomplished something, and then I go on to my bigger stuff, my list of things to do and what has to, you know, list them in priorities and what has to be done for the day. But it's amazing how, as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we get paralyzed. Does that ever happen to you, Dominic? I definitely think there's there's some paralyzation here and there, but you just I, I'm a writer down of the goals, you know, where, and I think it's either, is it Franklin Covey where they talk about uh, writing your goals, list them, what's the number ones of the day, the number twos or the A's or the B's, and then you go you go down that list. And I, my list for today may be, I'm in sales also, I'm in business insurance too, my list may be almost inconceivable of what I can get done, but hey, I knock off I knock off one. Okay, did this, did that, made that phone call, talked to that guy. All of a sudden you're moving right along and it's not so bad. Yeah. I I think that that's great. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. Um, do you think you were defined by your failures? That's an interesting question. There's Failure, I always say, if you looked at me close, if you, I think you might have a picture of me up. If you look at it close enough, you may see that I have scars over my eyes from where I was beat up in high school for maybe being too loud or too dopey or whatever the reason. I, so I may have, I may have scars. They may, they may mold me. They may shape me. My failures, they, they might mold me. They might shape me, but they do not define me. You know, the restaurant business, no, it doesn't define me. I'm, I'm happy to say it happened, I moved on, and I'll write a book and acknowledge it in, in, along the way. I'll be a better salesman because I sit on that side of the table. So I will learn from them, but they do not define me. 
I think that's a great way of doing it. I'll tell you, Dominic, even with my Glovies product, I mean, I have been doing this for years, probably too many that I think I'm not going to tell people how many years I've really been doing it because it's just such a process. What I'm like trying to do something that's almost impossible and it's actually happening and working. And I think I'm in shock that my Glovies are taking off. But the thing is, it I went through so many failures to get to the point that I'm in now. And a lot of times when I run into, especially other moms, the moms of my kids, my kids' friends' moms in school, and they look at me and they're like, oh my God, Josephine, I saw Glovies here. I saw Glovies there. I can't believe how great you're doing and everything. And I think in my head, Dominic, like, gosh, if you only knew how many times I had to fail in order to succeed, it's it's scary. It's scary. And when you're down and you're failing, you kind of say to yourself, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Is this ever going to work? But the key here is, I guess what I'm trying to say, is if I did not experience all those failures, there's no way my product would be as good as it is today. So I actually think failing is not a bad thing. Right. You, know, you hate to say it, and I'm not saying that you have to fail to succeed. Right. But in my case, my failures have made me stronger. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right, let's go on to the next one. Do you believe in holding on to the past? Kind of like those two uh, questions, you know, go hand in hand, right? Yeah, we, you know, we, we, yeah, they do go hand in hand. Yeah, I'll say, learn from the past, sure. Embrace it, yeah, it happened. We talked, yeah, like, acknowledge it, yes, it happened. But hold on to it, sit on the couch. I have people that were in the restaurant business the same time I was in the restaurant business, and let's say we both closed down. They're still sitting on their couch thinking, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen? Right. So I say, move on, brush yourself off. It, it happened. You know, I, I get a new plan. That's all. I, I have a new plan now. That plan, I'm still going. I'm still going to the top one way or another. I just have a, a different plan now. Yeah, I think that that's so important. And you know what, Dominic? I also think it's important to talk it out with the people closest and dearest to you. Because a lot of times, what happened to me is I created such a bubble around myself that it's almost like you get tunnel vision. And you think that that's the only road you can take in life instead of realizing that the steps you were taking, even though they might not have given you the result that you thought you were going to get, they got you to the next level and the next point in your life to actually take a change of path if that's the right thing. The problem is if you have those, if you're in those blinders on and you've got tunnel vision, a lot of times you get too scared to take that that change on that road. So I guess what I'm just trying to say is a lot of times it's just so important to open up to other people and try to get other people's perspective on trying to get you on perhaps a different path if that's going to bring you to success. Anyway, with that, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with Dominic Damaski and we're going to talk more about his book, 
Don't double bread the fish. We'll be right back, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We have Dominic Damaski with us. And Dominic is the author of the book, Don't Double Bread the Fish. So, okay, let's... um, continue real quick with a few more questions Dominic and then um, we're going to have our business tips for the last segment which is always a lot of fun for the listeners so let's see how do you know what your passion is Dominic this is a great question for my sister I hope she's listening Dominic because she had me on the phone last night and she was just saying to me how do I know what I want to do she's in the banking field right now and she feels that she doesn't somehow she got into banking and she doesn't really like banking and she's trying to figure out what her next career move is going to be. And this is literally what she said to me. She said, how do I really dig down deep inside of me and figure out what my passion is? The answer to that, I feel, is if you can't go one day without thinking about something, that's what your passion is. Now, in that, how can you make a dollar from it? I don't know that. 
Can you do something similar to that to make a dollar? Can you can you do that part of the day? Can you do it part time? Can you do it just so you can be doing what you love to do? There's there's a quote by Oprah, and she says, "If you love what you do, you'll never truly work a day in your life." So. To your sister, I would say, what do you love? What is it? And now, can you tailor it a little little bit to start doing it? You don't have to start doing it full-time right off. Maybe she loves to sew. Could she, you know, start to sew middens, you know? Or maybe on your gloveys, you could sell gloveys and middies. <laughs> but right. I, little, little by little, you move towards it. Then as you're doing it, it can expand, expand, expand. Yeah, I think that that's a great a great start for anybody it's really you bring up an interesting point if somebody has a passion for something it's always on your mind I mean Dominic I'm like that I'm in the process of trying to wrap up a book but I've got so many projects going on it goes back to my original business tip of the week stay focused Dominic Um, but the thing about the book is I just have such a passion for it that I just want it out there. And I feel like every day that that book is not completed, I'm, it's almost like I'm withholding this value, valuable piece of information that could bring comfort to other people. And I feel guilty for not having my book done sooner. So I hear what you're saying, that there's not a day that passes by without me hammering myself over the head saying, just get the book finished. So I guess that's part of my passion along, of course, with my radio show and Glovies. How's that, Dominic? Do I have a busy life? Right, and, and <laughs> I, I think you're doing, you're doing well. You're doing both of them. You're moving forward with me. I love to write. I, I love to chat, tell stories like this. So sometimes a lot of people will say, if you really love it, you'll make time like that. You hear that about exercise a lot. If you really wanted to do it, you'd find the time to exercise. Same thing with your passion. If you really want to do it, like sometimes I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning typing stories about how I got beat up and butter wiped in my hair when I was a kid. Or, you know, just something I feel like I have to tell people. So you'll find the time. Yeah. So why are you so passionate about inspiration, Dom- Dominic? I, I credited my dad earlier about that that greatest salesman in the world book that he, he gave me early on. And I want to say that, let's say when I first got cut from a basketball team or something like that, I remember I was in about seventh grade and I went out to, the bus dropped me off and I was walking in the driveway. I, had, I lived at a house with a barn. I'm walking in past the barn and I see my mom in the door and I gave her the throat slash signal because I had got cut from the team. And oh, I think my man. dad gave Yeah, and he probably, I know, now that I have two little kids, I'm sure it broke my mom's heart and my heart. But as I, I my dad my dad gave me that book back then, and, and it had scrolls in it, little lessons where you could read them 30 straight days and they became habits. Like, I will laugh at the world. I will take action. I will persist until I succeed. There were lessons like that, and through all my failures in life, whatever they may have been, whether it was algebra or starting off some business or selling at sales from here and there or getting on a plan, I always had these books, and I started to read more books and more books and more books and, and more of that genre, and I just started to think, 
No, I have something to say, and I have a unique kind of, maybe I do it from a more comical perspective, less less biblical, a little more comical, maybe more modern day, but I just thought I had something to say, and those lessons, those times they get in punched or <laughs> pushed in the mud, they, they have led me to be so passionate. I think this is great. But, you know, having passion for something, but knowing when an opportunity is over are two such different things. Is it ever okay, in your opinion, Dominic, to give up on an opportunity or on your passion? How dare you say that? No. I know. Uh, truth. <laughs> truth. These are not truthfully. my questions, Dominic. Somebody came up with this question, and I'm not sure I ever I like that because I'm such a fighter. But tell me what you think. Truthfully, if let's just use a sports analogy with the Super Bowl coming up, if either team is down by 20 points at the half, they should get a new plan. So sometimes it is all right to give up on that current plan and get a new plan. If it didn't work, if there's a point where, like when I was in the restaurant business and I was uh, half a million dollars in debt, I tried, I did everything. I delivered papers. I did delivery. I had a guy with a sign that said, boom, 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 king of the fish out by the highway. I tried, I tried, I tried. But along the way, ultimately I was underfinanced. I was getting more and more into debt, and I also lost my love for it. I didn't want to be away from my family. I didn't want to work every night and weekend when they were all at parties and that kind of thing. So I lost my passion, so I decided to get a new plan. I still know, I still have a journey to find success. I still have this search, but I have a new plan now. So that's all right. Okay. I think that that's so important. It's so funny, Dominic. As far as my gloveys goes, I'll never forget. One of probably the worst things I ever did with gloveys was I hired a consultant who was going to turn around my company. I paid him $500, which still to this day, it makes me want to vomit. But anyway, (laughs) I paid all this hard-earned money to this guy. I sat in an office with him in Manhattan, I'll never forget it, an hour and a half. After an hour and a half of spending this time with this person who was the expert, I could not believe it. I'm saying to myself, I am so much smarter than this guy. I cannot believe I wasted my time with this. But do you know what he said to me? He said, wipe the slate clean and start over. And I just looked at him, I'm like, I'm not sure that that was that was what I wanted to take away from it. But from his point, looking back or looking down on what I was doing, I think the point that he was trying to make t- with me was, listen, you came to me for a reason because you did not feel your business was exactly where you wanted it to be. So listen, I'm going to tell you something that's going to be really easy. Just wipe the slate clean and start all over again. I'm not sure that was the best advice at the time because I'm not sure he really understood the magnitude of my goal of what I was trying to accomplish, but that's neither here nor there. I guess what I'm trying to say is I think sometimes in life you do need to wipe the slate clean and start completely fresh and start completely new and take the experiences that you learned and move forward. 
So as hard as it is, it's probably not a bad idea once in a while to really consider wiping the slate clean. Yeah, just I call it I call it getting a new plan. Yeah. Sounds good. So is there ever a point where you took it too far, Dominic? <laughs> These are hard hitting. <laughs> I'm sorry, these there, questions when, when are I tough. Was, when I when I was in the restaurant business, had I had I known you, I probably would have called you up and asked you to if I, if you would loan me <laughs> money. So there was there was a point there's a point with anything where you almost lose yourself and you say, I knew I didn't want to become a certain kind of person, a, le- a less moral person, but you're pushing the boundaries so far where in my case I was, I call it floating checks where you're, I knew I'd do X amount of money over the weekend. So I used to pay and pay and pay and think, well, I'll cover them over the weekend. And you did that more and more and more. And I was in more and more debt borrowing from more and more people I was selling credit card debt to borrow from more people. I was owed the IRS all kinds of money. And almost to a point where at one point the the IRS actually came to my business and said, you got three options. You can pay us, you can close, you can go to jail. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. (laughs) I think they made the the choice for you. Yeah, I'm not a real real, uh, tough guy, so... I, I called my wife after pushing this where I, I probably went another year farther, six months farther than I should have, where I was borrowing from people that I didn't want to borrow from or holding payments off on people that I didn't want to wait five days or ten days to pay them. And they, but I pushed it that far, and I was almost becoming someone I didn't want to be. And then, you know, I just had had enough, and that wasn't who I was going to become, so I decided to write a different story. Great. So we have less than a minute, but I'm going to throw this out there really fast. How does someone know if they're a success? I, I want to say to be a success, it's how you feel inside. There's, for some people, the success could be having a, being able to leave early on a weekday and get yourself a tan. For somebody else, it could be spending more time with their children. For somebody else, it could be making a billion dollars. So you have to realize what makes you happy. There was times when I was in the restaurant business where even I owned a restaurant and I could barely feed my family. So now sometimes pushing two grocery carts around Giant Eagle, I I fill two grocery carts up sometimes, and I'm happy to do it. Sometimes just filling two carts is a success. No, you're absolutely right with that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them, and we are all worthy of them. Second chances with your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. 
For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of Second Chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. It's Josephine here, and we are going to wrap up our show with Dominic Damaski. So, Dominic, um, before we get started with our great five business tips, can you share with us, um, share with my listeners exactly how they can get your book, Don't Double Bread the Fish, and tell us about, you know, your website, The Motivation Champs. I love the name of your website. You're, Go you're, ahead, uh, the list, the listeners could find find my book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. It's Don't Double Bread the Fish. You can go into the Barnes and Noble and ask for Don't Double Bread the Fish, and they'll order it for you. And you can also come on to my website www.motivationchamps.com. You can get it there, and every book that leaves motivationchamps.com, I sign. So. MotivationChamps.com or Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I'd love to, love to have you read it. Maybe I can make you laugh, smile, or even shed a tear. Great. Okay, that's perfect. So, Dominic, let's see. Oh, you know, I have a quick question for you. Um, how did you get on Barnes & Noble? Are you on BarnesandNoble.com, or they can just go into the Barnes & Noble stores, right? You can go into the book. I have a publisher. I'm with actually a company called Motivation Motivation Press, Motivational Press. And uh, they they do a great job getting me out to the world. And um, they they did all that. I found them. I they We agreed, and they helped produce the book and everything like that. And they have all the relationships. So they got me on to on to Barnes and Noble. I know, I sell insurance and talk about silly stories and they sell books, so they got me hooked <laughs> up with Barnes and Barnes and Noble and Amazon and all the fancy numbers and all the stuff that you need like that. So and I hear that I hear some stores, sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not. I guess they do it. Just came out a few months ago, so if you go in and ask it, maybe 
you can help me, maybe I'll be on the corner someday. <laughs> That's so funny. So, Dominic, they're probably sold out if anybody goes and finds them in Barnes & Noble and they're not there, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I just tell them, hey, I want, I want this book. This guy needs to be here. Right. I think that's great. So, um, all right. Let's talk about the five business tips. Number one, you said know your worth. Tell us about that. Yes, ma'am. In in business, since we're talking business right now, everybody will try to tell you what you're worth. They'll say, I only want to pay this. I only want to pay this. Or I, I'm only going to accept this. You know what you're worth. If you think you're worth more, leave. Go somewhere else. Take your services somewhere else. Don't let somebody tell you what they're going to pay you. You determine your worth. If you think you're worth more, move on. I think that that's so important. So often, you know, people are barking up the wrong tree. And, you know, it's an important – and you could relate to this, Dominic. My husband in the restaurant business, I always say to him, you know, his customers, because he's building the restaurant, they always want the cheaper stuff. They always want the best stuff. They want the Cadillac, but they only want to pay for the Dodge. And I always tell my husband, you got to tell people that you get what you pay for. And I can, he has to respect himself enough to say, you know what? My materials, my work is top of the line stuff. You got to pay for what you get. And it's all about knowing your worth. And I think that's so, so important. So, all right, let's move on to tip number two, which is let no failure define you. Tell us why you came up with that, Dominic. Well, being that we talked about my uh, poor restaurant performance, you'll see in my own life that, hey, I failed, and I let no failure define me. Sometimes in sales or business, there's going to be years that are bad. There's going to be tax returns that are bad. There's going to be days that are bad. But you got to move on. You got to just push them aside and move forward. You can't can't let that failure define you. Yep. Okay. Good. We talked about that. So um, we'll move right on to number three. And we talked about this too. Tell the world your goals. Tell us more about that. Yes, ma'am. I'm a I'm a big person on telling the world your goals. I told you it may hold you accountable. But one of the things I want to point out. When I started to write a book, an inspirational book, I had probably, you might have noticed, uh, my grammar might not be the best. I might write like I talk. But I kept on writing. I kept, I had studied these authors. I had, I, I knew I had something to say, but I just kept moving forward, kept moving forward. All of a sudden, uh, the words became sentences. Sentences became chapters. Chapters became a book. And now here, I, but all along, I was telling people, at first, I told a few people, oh, I'm writing a book. As it got closer, more people writing a book. About a year ago, a year and a half ago, I started on Twitter more and more. I started posting positive things, telling more people, more people, more people. So all of a sudden, I sure better write a book because at this point, I had told thousands of people were holding me accountable. And so you, you tell, the, tell the world your goals that hold you accountable. The closer you get, you tell more people. Some people will say, "Oh, you tell people your goals; they're gonna, they're gonna bring you down. Eh, push those people off. Push those people bringing you down off, and just tell, 
tell the world your goals and move towards them. I think that's so important. It's so funny, Dominic. So I haven't seen my aunt in a couple of months. And I went to visit her yesterday. And my aunt said to me, so where can I get the book? Where can I buy the book? And I was like horrified. And I'm looking at her and I wanted to say, no, but you don't understand. I'm very busy with Lovies and my radio show is taking off. And I have, and she didn't get it. She just wants that book in her hand. So I'll tell you, it really does. I, part of me was sitting there saying to myself, why did I open my mouth? Why did I tell her about the book? Why did I show her the cover? Meanwhile, the truth of the matter is it, it really did put the fire under me. So guess what I'll be doing today? I will definitely be writing another chapter in my book. <laughs> there you go. See, it works. So it's I, need, I need your aunt to call me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. We, let's go on to business tip number four. Be persistent. Persist, persist, persist. Tell us about that. I, I want to say, in this world, nothing is done without persistence. You can't even you can't even tie your shoes. Well, I have a eight year old son that just probably in the last two years learned to tie his shoes. So until he tried, you know, a hundred times, he was not going to know how to tie his shoes with anything. Until you you learn about it, you study about it, you you persist. People are going to tell you no. I, I'm in cells, you sell your gloves. I'm sure there's going to be times where people say no or like that guy told you, oh, scrap it. What does he know? You persist, you persist, mm-hmm. you persist. Knock all those doubters aside. You persist. All of a sudden, there's nobody that can stop you because it's like a, a giant. It's been snowing here in Pennsylvania, so you're like a giant snowball going downhill, <laughs> getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then by persisting, nobody can stop you. Yeah, I think that that's so, so important. And, you know, we talked about the passion. Just keep that passion and that fire in your belly. And I don't know, there's no stopping me, Dominic. I'll confess, Glovies is now going on eight years, eight long years. And so many people looked at me. I cannot even tell you. I will never forget one of my dear husband's friends saying to me, listen, Josephine, if it hasn't taken off yet, it's never going to work. And I looked at him. I will never forget. It was one o'clock in the morning. Everybody was having a few, you know, glasses of wine or whatever. I was so livid. I could not even tell you because this guy just did not understand my passion. And as a mom of three kids, you know, it's just a tiny little bit different for women because we're juggling so many different balls. Whereas this friend of my husband's, who's a great guy, a great businessman and everything, I just don't think he understood what I was doing, where, you know, handling so you know, my radio, I just have different projects. So obviously, if I only had one project, it would move that much quicker. Anyway, right. how's that? Um, so no, I, guess- I, I wrote a chat. I have an, another book I'm writing right now. And then there's a chapter, and I'm not trying to crowbar it in. There's no. a chapter called The Long Road. And there's a lot of ways to get to where you want to go. Sometimes you can take the long road. It still leads. It could still lead to huge success. It was just the long road. Yeah, that's a great. I love the title of that chapter. That's great. What's the title of the next book, Dominic? Oh, the next the next book. The title is The Grunt, and 
it is about every job, task, or chore that I ever had or friends of mine had or people told me about and what I learned from them, What whether it be knocking on doors or, as a young kid, burying the family dog or cleaning out the bottom of the barn or, or going broke in business, what I learned from those jobs and how you can use those lessons in your own life. Oh, good. So now we're going to tell the world, when is your next book going to be out? <laughs> I'm kidding, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, uh, my, my hopes is I have about, I have almost 30 chapters completed in it. Wow. And I am thinking, but I'm not rushing it because Don't Double Bread the Fish right now is my, it's my baby. So I feel i got to give it the, the love it deserves. So <laughs> I think you'll probably see it probably not this probably about another year i'll give it this whole year and then probably submit it early early in 2015 so you'll probably see it in 15 all right that sounds good i can't wait so let's talk real quick business tip number five in this world nothing is impossible and it's such a great thing to wrap up our show with tell us real quick what you think about that i i want to use a quote here and you can say I'm cheesy or whatever, but there's a quote where it says, how, how can I, you, you tell me I can't reach for the, the moon, the sky's the limit. That's what it is. The sky's the limit. How can you tell me the sky's the limit when there's footprints on the moon? So I just want to say that anything is possible in this world. Do you think that we put people on the moon? If you want to do something, you can do it. Just figure it out. Keep persisting. Use all the tools that Josephine, myself, anybody has told you, the lessons you've learned, and persist, and you can get to wherever you want to go. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dominic Damaski, for being a guest on Paying It Forward. And everyone, have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, 